0: I got the authority, the devi authority, this pot is just more to me. The Devy Authority going way, 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 way up, taking my opponents down and go way, way, way up, way Check this waiting is waiting you down, yeah. it's a bevy, a devy, you can bet I stay ready, I ain't petty, I'm betting all up on me to defend these What's up these guys, and welcome into the Devi Authority, from coming to you live. through the airwaves of the media this empire this is that is, is the Fantasy Authority. authority. I'm Christian Welch, well, Evil Empire FF on Twitter, and I'm your host for this adventure. This is episode 28, and we're continuing our all-Devi conference series, and today we are up to the big Ten, So I'm going to build a Start 10 Superflex fantasy team with all the all-stars from the Big 10. So let's go ahead and dive in, starting with my quarterbacks. So my quarterback one, without question, is C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, who I believe is the best quarterback in the country. Six foot three, 215 pounds. Last year, 71.9% completion percentage, 4,435 passing yards, 44 touchdowns to just six interceptions. That's a QB rating of 1866 so, this guy, I believe, is going to win the Heisman Trophy this year. he's at Ohio State with that absolutely loaded wide receiver room, and you know just a prolific passing offense that they always have there. Stroud has great pocket presence he's athletic enough to extend plays he's got a great arm, great throwing mechanics, he excels deep, he really throws his guys open too. He does not have to see his receiver open before he releases the ball. Watching this guy on film, I mean he leaves me jaw dropped at times with some of the throws that he makes, the precision, and just the accuracy it's just It's just tremendous. Um, I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan. I, I would not mind to see the Falcons have a pretty poor year this year in uh, land Stroud in next year's draft. So keep your eye on C.J. Stroud at Ohio State. I believe he's going to win the Heisman. Uh, my second quarterback is Aiden O'Connell at Purdue. So unlike Stroud, who was a big-time recruit, big-time program, Aiden O'Connell is kind of an uh, underdog story. So he was a zero-star recruit, like not even a, a, on registering on the chart there on two four seven. Um, He walked on at Purdue, grinded his ass off for years, and became the starter last year. He had an incredible year, too. He uh, 71.6% completion percentage, so super accurate, 3,712 yards passing, 28 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. That's a 158.5 quarterback rating. This guy is 6'3", 200 pounds. Um, And like I said, he's an accurate passer that loves to attack teams deep. So like I said, he doesn't have the the pedigree or just the crazy – you know, tools popping off the chart, but he, he's worked his way up. He's a, a heady guy. And I mean, I think he's going to have a big year at Purdue this year. I think he's going to end up playing in the NFL, at least as a backup. Definitely not a guy that's on the round one radar or anything like that. So don't, don't, don't get that twisted, but I definitely think he's a day three type guy. That'll be a backup in the NFL. So my running back room, my first running back here, if you remember the big 12 um, episode of this, I talked about Bijan Robinson and how he is one of those just like can't miss running back prospects normally there's a you know four or five year gap in between these guys right now we're lucky enough to have just a one-year gap between these guys there's another one in the 2024 class and he's ohio state's running back travion henderson he's five foot ten 210 pounds last year at ohio state 183 carries 1248 yards and 15 touchdowns on the ground also had 27 catches for 312 yards and four touchdowns he's got great size at the 510 210 he's got exceptional speed he's a sub 11 100 guy He's just to do it all back with the total package of patience, vision, burst, cutting ability, contact balance. If he's involved in the receiving game a little more than he has been, I mean, this is certainly a a rookie 1-1 in our dynasty leagues, even over the quarterbacks and super flex, just that special of a player. My second running back, we're going up to Wisconsin and give me their running back, Braylon Allen. And Wisconsin has a good history of putting running backs in the league. Melvin Gordon, James White, um, going all the way back to Ron Dane. And Ron Dane is really the name I want to bring up here because that was a big dude. Braylon Allen is a big dude, six foot two, two hundred and forty pounds. Last year, as a 17-year-old true freshman at Wisconsin, 186 carries, 1,268 yards, 12 rushing touchdowns, 8 catches, 39 yards. I mean, the 240 pound guy, you're not going to really expect him to be the, you know, receiving back. But my gosh, this guy is a force to be reckoned with on the ground. Just a massive human being that's a powerful runner, that has a second gear. He's just a man amongst children out there. And the crazy thing was he was the child. He wasn't even 18 playing last year, making everybody look like kids. So Braylon Allen is awesome. Watch his film if you haven't yet. It's just incredible to watch a guy that size doing what he's doing. On to my wide receiver room. And uh, this is kind of unique, but Ohio State has a wealth of riches, right? We've seen this kind of thing with Alabama and the SEC. Ohio State is basically Alabama North. All three of my wide receivers on this team are from Ohio State. So let's start from the top. This is the order that I prefer them in. Got to start off with Jackson Smith Najigba. JSN last year was the third receiver on Ohio State behind Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, and he outproduced them easily. So Smith Najigba is six foot tall, 195 pounds. That year last year, he had at Ohio State 95 catches, 1,606 yards, and nine receiving touchdowns. It's crazy that he was younger. Than Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, both who were first round picks in the NFL, and he outperformed them. It's kind of reminiscent of Jamar Chase being younger than Justin Jefferson at LSU and outperforming him on that LSU national championship team. It's just unheard of uh, to see players younger outperforming first round draft capital receivers. So JSN's a special guy to be able to do that. He does absolutely everything well. He's a near perfect wide receiver prospect, in my opinion, and I expect him to see first round capital this upcoming year. So my next two, going over to Marvin Harrison Jr. Six foot three, two hundred pounds, and again the name there, Marvin Harrison Jr. This is Marvin Harrison, Hall of Famer's son. Um, last year he just had eleven catches for one hundred and thirty nine yards and three receiving touchdowns. Again, you can't knock these guys at Ohio State for not putting up huge freshman years when you have three first round receivers, uh, receivers literally starting ahead of them already. So. Harrison Jr. is going to take the outside spot this year. Like I said, he's got the excellent size at 6'3", 200. He came in a little skinnier than that, but he's gained 10 to 15 pounds of muscle since arriving at OSU. He looks incredible right now, too. I mean, there's pics of this guy on Twitter where, I mean, he looks absolutely jacked. Like you would expect, being Marvin Harrison's son, I mean, he is a fundamentally sound technician out there. And, I mean, he's just really got the perfect recipe success. A Hall of Fame dad, that kind of pedigree the progress he's made as a true freshman in Ohio State, and then the fact that he plays for Ohio State. This is a prolific passing offense where he's really going to put up huge numbers, and I expect him to eventually get first-round draft capital as well. So my third receiver is going to be Emeka Egbuka, 6'1", 205, same class as Harrison, the 2024 NFL draft class for us. Egbuka was the higher-regarded prospect, though. I mean, this guy was the number one wide receiver, top 10 overall player nationally in the country. He's strong, he's fast, he's sure-handed, and he has a knack for getting open. Last year, he had nine catches for 191 yards and no touchdowns. Very similar stat line to Harrison, but this is a really big play guy that that can do everything and has the the five-star pedigree to back it. So moving on to my tight end, going to Purdue, and that's going to be Payne Durham. uh, Six-foot-five, 255 pounds, 45 receptions last year for 467 yards and six receiving touchdowns. He's got the NFL size we're looking for for a tight end at that 6'5", 255. He had a productive year last year, and I expect even more this year. Purdue lost David Bell to the NFL. They lost their wide receiver to Milton Wright to, I think, grades issues. He's no longer with the team. And then, again, I've already talked about Aiden O'Connell, the growth I expect from him going into his last year there at Purdue. The recipe for is, for success is there for Payne Durham to have a huge year and at that 6'5", 255-pound frame really get on the NFL's radar. So keep your eye on Payne Durham, uh, the tight end at Purdue. So moving on to my flexes, kind of like I did with my wide receiver room there, I'm I'm dipping into the same position group at the same school for both of my flexes, and it's going to be Michigan's running backs. Uh, so starting off with Donovan Edwards, he's the one I'm a little more excited about. He's the younger between the two of them, six foot, 200 pounds. Last year, he was the, the third running back in the pecking order behind Blake Corum and Hassan Haskins. He carried the ball 35 times for 174 yards and three rushing touchdowns, but had 20 catches for 265 yards and a receiving touchdown. That is a ton of receiving work playing as the the third running back in line there. I'm looking forward to the heavier rushing workload he's going to have this year paired with Corum. with Haskins gone playing for the Titans now. So Donovan Edwards is a player that I expect to take a leap this season. So again, my other flex there is going to be his, his backfield mate, Blake Corum at Michigan. And this has been a productive player for Michigan so far. Last year, 144 carries, 952 yards, 11 rushing touchdowns, 24 catches, 141 yards, and one receiving touchdown. He's a small guy, a little bit. He's five eight, you know, so a little shorter guy, but he is 200 pounds, so he's not, you know, uh, Deuce Vaughn out there. Um, but he's fast, he's explosive, he's got tremendous lateral agility. He's just a big play waiting to happen. So some honorable mentions. I've actually got four again here, and they're all going to be wide receivers. Like all these guys are kind of in the same bucket for me. I couldn't really separate them. So we're going to talk a little bit about each of them. So we're going to go over to Penn State and talk about Parker Washington. 5'10", 210, 64 catches, 820 yards, four receiving touchdowns last year for the Nittany Lions. Uh, He's got good speed. He's got great yards after catch ability. He's got a big catch radius, strong hands, just a dynamic athlete. He returns kicks as well. Penn State brought in Mitchell Tinsley from Western Kentucky this year. A lot of people think that he may be taking the wide receiver one spot there, but put me in the Parker Washington camp where I think he's going to hold on to the job um, and, and be productive for Penn State. So my next two wide receivers are, are Maryland's guys. So kind of two different stories here. Rakeem Jarrett is, is the high pedigree recruit. Okay, Six foot, 200 pounds, incredible athlete, top shelf speed, great cutting ability, crisp routes and he's got the pedigree like I said he was a highly pursued five-star recruit originally was committed to LSU flipped to Maryland just 62 catches 829 yards and five receiving touchdowns last year you look at that line and it doesn't seem that bad but he was always getting outperformed by his teammate who we're going to talk about next Dante Demas Jr. every single time they were out there and Dante Demas Jr. ended up going down to injury mid-season and when he was gone Jarrett did not look like the, the alpha out there he he did not step up and was putting up over 100 yards a game that didn't happen he pretty much just kept the same production he had before demas went out so Jarrett's a guy that i think most of the industry wants to see step up and really show us that he could be an alpha the the skills and athleticism are there we just need to see him on the field step up and take it now the guy that did step up and take it like i said his teammate dante demas jr six foot three 215 pounds so a huge frame on this guy In just five games last year, before he had a terrible looking injury, 28 catches for 507 yards and three receiving touchdowns in just five games. So over 100 yards a game for Demas. Um, A lot of people think he could have went in the first round if he didn't get hurt last year. So we'll see how healthy he is coming back from injury and if he can regain that kind of momentum for his draft stock. And then my fourth honorable mention is going to be Jaden Reed, a wide receiver at Michigan State. So he was originally at Western Michigan, had an early breakout there, transferred up And then last year had over a 1,000 yards at Michigan State in the Power Five. So this guy's really taken the journey and performed both places. He's a yak machine, and he's just great with the ball in his hands. He's 6 foot tall, 185 pounds. His stats last year at Michigan State, 59 catches, 1,026 receiving yards, 10 receiving touchdowns. He even carried the ball seven times for 34 yards and got in the end zone once on the ground. Moving on to the freshman fire now. So what freshman do we need to keep our eyes on in the Big Ten? So I'm going to give you three. The first one is is one of those running backs that's got a chance to be a very special player, and that's Nicholas Singleton going to Penn State. Six foot tall, 210-pound, five-star, number one running back in the country just to do it all back. Sticking with Penn State, they also brought in a very highly regarded quarterback, and that's Drew Aller, quarterback at Penn State. Six foot five, 232 pounds, five-star, number four quarterback in the country, and we just got the news this week that he is number two on the depth chart. Um, a lot of people were skeptical that he was going to beat out uh, Christian Velu, um as the backup to Sean Clifford there, but Aller is second on the depth chart. I expect to see him on the field this year. And start a good two, two and a half years for Penn State. And then we got to go back to Ohio State. We can't we can't do this without talking about Ohio State freshman. And we're gonna go to their quarterback recruit, Devin Brown, six three, one ninety five, four star, number six quarterback in the country. But he's a guy that's really risen since the recruiting process was over. This guy looks tremendous. He's kind of a freak athlete from some stuff I've seen on Twitter, despite being a more pocket passer. But the guy's got a big arm and he gets the benefit of pulling in that OSU offense. So sign me up for Devin Brown. So just to recap everything we talked about here in the Big Ten, going back with my team here, my my two quarterbacks are C.J. Stroud at Ohio State and Aiden O'Connell at Purdue. My running backs are Travion Henderson at Ohio State and Braylon Allen at Wisconsin. My wide receivers are Jackson Smith and Jigba at Ohio State, Marvin Harrison Jr. at Ohio State, and Emeka Egbuka at Ohio State. My tight end is Payne Durham at Purdue. My flexes are both Michigan running backs, Donovan Edwards and Blake Corum. My honorable mentions, all wide receivers were Parker Washington at Penn State, Rakim Jarrett at Maryland, Dante Demas Jr. at Maryland, and Jaden Reed at Michigan State. And my freshman fire was Nicholas Singleton, running back at Penn State, Drew Aller, quarterback at Penn State, and Devin Brown, quarterback at Ohio State. That's all I've got for today. I'll be back w- with you tomorrow for the SEC to finish this series up. Subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel at the Fantasy Authority. Follow us on Twitter at FF underscore authority. And find me on Twitter at EvilEmpireFF. I'll catch you guys next All these titles and shifts from concrete to lit Number one, see this is it. Pedal to metal is lit. I swear I I got the authority. The Debbie authority. This pot is just more to me. The Devi Authority going way, way, way up yeah. Taking my opponents down Ain't going way, way, wait, way yeah. Check Waiting is waiting you down, yeah